Thanks for tuning in to our post-message question and answer forum. If you have any questions about the message, feel free to reach out to either Greg or Alex. Oh, Jesse's not going to let me off the hook. I appreciate that. That means a lot. How do we continue to love the Browns week <laughs> after week? Women. Okay. I will. I'll answer that. Here's what I'll say, and this. I mean, this. This could be. You know, this could. This could go lots of ways. Lo- I believe that a piece of love is re- is loyalty, and you love people when they don't love you back. So for the Browns, they express their hatred for their fans in lots of ways. But I'm a born and bred Northeast Ohioan, and so the Browns are going to be my team for the rest of my life. I don't need them to love me back, personally. So, Are there any other questions not about the Browns? I'm going to put that in the podcast, just so you know. Dwayne's got a question. Oh, buddy. The sweat is... No. Not because of Dwayne, just because I have to answer. Hey, I'm a Lions fan, so it's (laughs) it's a lot worse. Trust me, I'm sitting here, Alex, and I'm getting convicted about love and compassion. I think my wife even nudged me a few times. How do men... Because I think the American church is full of weak men. Mm -hmm. And how do men show love and compassion, and yet we often have to stand and defend We're in a region of passivity, pacifism. And in the church, is there a time, wolves coming in the church, false teachers, that you just can't show love and compassion and be nice to them? And was Jesus always nice to the Pharisees? And how do we just balance that? As as, I'm talking about men, though. As men, how do we balance that love, but yet firm and being tough at the same time when we need to? Yeah. That's a great question. Well, I think my, one of my all-time favorite words is nuanced. So the word love and compassion can be nuanced. First thing I think of is, and I said this kind of, I mentioned it, maybe went past it, but Jesus was, he was quick and harsh with legalists and, and wolves and religious leaders. I think the danger comes in when we start to be the opposite of gentle, firm, with those who don't know Jesus and might just be on a different path, or those who oppose our views, I think that's when we get into danger. But when it comes to people who are trying to infiltrate in a wolf-like way, I actually think it's loving to your flock. You know, you're being loving to the people that you're protecting to protect them. And so... Um, love doesn't always mean that you are kind or nice. I think it's kind, but you can be kind and still say this ain't happening. So I think that's what I'd say. Any other questions? You guys, Sean, you just had a said a chuckle. All right. Oh, Erica, thanks. I was gonna, I was gonna shut it down. No, I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm very happy. This is, I love this stuff. So how do you show love to someone that continues to make like same mistakes over and over again or continually attacks you or attacks your family? Yeah, that's, that's, that's difficult. 
I think, again, it's important to define what love always looks like. And love doesn't mean that they get to take advantage of you. And so I would say an example, and this is very, 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 very different, but similar in the sense that there's two people that are trying to maybe get a grip on something. As a basketball coach, I have immense love for these girls. Some of them have tried to like see how far they can go to take advantage of that. Now the standard, and I just had a conversation with one of the girls this week, the standard cannot change because I love you. You know what I mean? So I would say that you don't have to be taken advantage of and say, well, that's loving. Um, and then the other answer that I would have for that is just, again, go to, to, go to God, ask him, how can I remain a loving person, protect the people that I need to protect, and not lose my mind in the midst? You know what I mean? So, anyone else have thought on that? Or Greg's got a question or a thought? Or I've known that man back there that's about to hold the mic longer than any human being in Worcester. That's the truth. Well, and Christina next to him. <laughs> I just wanted to add a comment, and the comment is that when Jesus criticized the hypocrites and when he drove the, the sheep in the, and so forth out of the temple, he was loving them. There is a place where God removes his hand and he allows evil to rise, but that's not unloving. Yeah. God is always in the business of driving people to seek him and to find him. That's good. And that should be our attitude as well. So you can withhold from a person out of love. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Rhea, did you want to say something? Not exactly sure what the question is. I think I just want more clarification on. Sure. First of all, I'm, I'm not a universalist. Uh -huh. But this is where it gets sticky for me because we've talked about the virtue of love. Yeah. But God is love. Mm -hmm. So if somebody's loving and not a believer, yeah. I don't understand yeah. the separation or distinction with that. I think, uh, I think I know what you're asking. Yeah, I don't know what I'm asking. I, think I just I know, feel like I, I need clarification on Yeah, I can attempt. The waters to, are muddy to clarify. for me with that. I think this, my first initial thought is that this falls under the common grace and that because God is love, that if you live in his world that he created, then you can experience the effects of, loves, of love. Um, just like you can experience the effects of grace. The effects of grace to non-believers is that your life doesn't completely come crashing down at all times. And so I think that that's where there's a little bit of nuance to God's love, is that in the effect in feeling the effects of love, it can look like or even feel like you do have a virtuistic type of love. But the virtue of love is not always the type of love that God has. Um, I think that it's the Christ-like love that separates believers. And that's why, you know, I've mentioned it before and we can talk later, but there's, in the, the English dictionary doesn't really define love amazingly there's so many different ways that it's thought about um, in the greek 
God's love is agape. It's unconditional. It's being able to love even when you're not loved. And then there's other types of love in the Bible too that I think apply to everybody. And those loves are usually um, transactional in a way, not in a, not in a bad sense, just that we love people that love us back. And so Jesus says in one point in the gospel that um, you love those who love you. That's easy, essentially. It's love those who don't love you. That's what changes. I mean, that's what makes you different. So I think you can feel the effect of love just by the common grace that God gives us. If you have more questions about that, I think we can talk about it too. Any other questions before we shut her down? John, you're just scratching your, your chin? All right. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. I'm going to pray, and the music team's going to come on up.